What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 56 of Bob. We finally did it, even though Mike's not here in the intro with me. He had to run there, as you will see at the end of the episode. But we finally got another one in. Um, on this one, we didn't have an exact topic at all. We kind of talked about a couple things politically. Um, just caught up with a few things on our Facebook page and gave some shout-outs that way to like Lewis and Alex and those guys. So we just want to say thank you for continuing to support the show and keeping content up there for others. We really appreciate that. And then also, we would just like to say, to stay in touch with us, you can follow us at bobbusapodcast.com. All the links to that will be in the description as always. So if you want to stay in touch or shoot us an email, if you ever want to try, maybe come on the show and hang out and give your thoughts and or opinions on whatever. That's what we're all about here is just sharing, discussing ideas, trying to keep um, freedom of speech alive, also trying to keep that open-minded uh, mindset when approaching things. So, uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. I, I don't have anything queued up as uh, far as what we're for sure doing next week, but we'll have something lined up for you guys. So, as of right now, let's just... Yeah, there we go. There's that music. Let's go. All right, recording live. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's set up. Um, should we do kind of test and make sure our audio sounds okay? I think it would be fine because we're not hearing. I don't hear any feedback. It's just throwing me off that like on the Zoom call we aren't. We're maybe I should mute myself to be safe. I don't have audio going into. I mean, uh, I do. I'm gonna Zoom. mute myself just to be safe, but so. I, I'm, I feel like I'd be hearing it the feedback. So. All right, let me go here. Let me go to let's go to go live. We should be good. Let's see what happens. So if you click the button to go live, we're we're already. Oh, there. it's already doing it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. We recommend using blah 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 blah. It says that I can use some other kind. Hi guys. By the hey, way, what's up? William. Good morning, push the my button people. This time, what's that? I said, William, push the button this time. I did push the button. <laughs> Pushed all the buttons. All right, so what's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode fifty-six of Bob. Man, it's been a little bit since Mike and I have have gotten together and uh, done an episode. I think we were just talking about it. it's been a little over a month now. Is that right? Uh, didn't you say April? Uh, yeah, I think you say May. No, that seems about right. I it was uh, May twelfth was the last one that we put up. It was a Robert. Awesome. Okay, so yeah, just over a month. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, today we're just doing a quick kind of catch up. We don't have an exact unless Mike has something he's bringing to the table. I don't have anything specific that I'm like, oh, well, we'll cover this. So there's no plan. That's partially why we're sharing it on here. So if you guys want to hop in and bring something to our attention. Oh, let's be honest, though, dude. I feel like, well, first of all, I know we did an introduction to all this, you know, blah, 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 for the just pure uh, podcast format of it. But for those that are maybe perhaps just 
coming across for the first time, if you'd like, the best way to keep in touch with us would be to go to uh, bobbusapodcast.com. That is the best way to stay in touch as far as it will, if we ever get shut off and, and pulled and yanked from anything, at least we'll still have that up and going, hopefully, and you'll be able to find us there. So go show support there. Has all the different ways you can stay in touch. And I think that's about it for the, unless there's something else you want to add to that, Micah, before we get going here. No, I no. Yeah, I feel like a government. Okay. Uh, there we go. So, yeah, you guys go check us out there. And then uh, digging into today's episode, uh, did you have something you specifically wanted to cover or just kind of catch up on? One could say there's a lot we, you know, that we could have been covering over the last, I suppose, I don't know, I guess really realistically the last like two to three months. There's a lot politically for sure that we could have been covering that we really haven't. Um, I don't know how much for yourself you've been really been keeping up with it. Have you have you kind of tuned out as of late a little bit here or what? Uh, I've been busy. I've been at work a lot. So um, work at third shift sometimes you, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I do get, I do get a little bit more time with, uh, with the family, but I don't really have the free time to like look up uh politics and that kind of stuff yeah so um you know what i'm I'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave that camera right freaking there i don't care um anyway uh so no i have not really been keeping up super well with it um i i do i do know a few things you know i listen to uh is it wjr oh man that's a throwback Remember, Dad used to listen to them. I feel like all yeah, seven seven sixty a.m. Um, so I I start driving to work around nine twenty, um, which happens to be uh, Mark Levin's uh, show. Mm-hmm. So I I listen to Mark Levin, and then uh, in the mornings, if I get out um, on time, um, uh, Paul W. Smith is on and I mean, he's not really the, uh, he's not really comparable to Mark Levin. He's kind of definitely like middle of the road kind of thing. Um, yeah. but Mark Levin is not, we'll just say that he's, uh, he makes his feelings very, very clear. Very well known. Um, so he has some nice things to say about individuals like our governor and whatnot. Well, speaking of that, I guess that'd be good one thing we could get out of the way. Um, yeah, so here in Michigan, I don't know if anybody else has seen this by the time, if, if, if you're watching this, obviously, what is today's date? Is today, what is, 18th or something? I don't even today's know. Today's the 19th. 19th, close enough. Uh, the 22nd here. The, the 22nd, Michigan will officially be back to 100% and masks will no longer be required um, out and about, you know. Do you... Uh, so. Did you hear that bull crap about how uh, she's she's talking about not only like like giving people a hundred dollars to go back to work, oh, but then she's also it's three. She's also going to allow. Is it three hundred? I believe it's three. She's going to give people money to go back to work, uh-huh. and not only that, she's going to allow people that were on unemployment to continue to collect unemployment. While they collect money from their employer. Oh, oh, who was I talking? There was someone who was just talking about this the other day. Uh, crap, who was it mentioned that? There was somebody who was saying that they were collecting unemployment while they were working. And I was like, I feel like, 
I mean, yeah, I guess. It, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings. Backwards. It just feel like. It's the money come. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. If we if we wanted to go down that route today, as far as like, just all the money being fake, like every everything's fake. Like where is it? It doesn't exist. Like it's not backed. I guess I, I shouldn't say it doesn't well, exist. Yeah, it's not it's, backed it exists. It just Italy's. is not. Bit, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been backed by for a long time. So that is fair. Um, that's that is true. You know, that's why gas prices and everything else is going up through the roof because I noticed. I noticed. Uh, had, no, no, I noticed. <laughs> I feel like uh, I noticed the almost. Well, let me let me let me look it up real quick. Actually, while I see what it uh, was. Well, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're talking about what it was like this time last year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a little bit out here. I mean, I I don't so, know. Go ahead. Let's see here, because I feel like those that have worked through this whole thing, like everybody was saying, like what what, and now I know that that is being proposed. That is something I did see that's being put on the table is that there will be some sort of a bonus or stimulus for those that were considered or deemed essential workers and worked through everything because they kind of did get screwed. I mean, excuse me. There was, if you look at like the amount of income you could have made depending on your situations, which varied for everybody, uh, not working versus when you were working. I mean, I don't know. There were some, there were certain companies were putting out big bonuses. I think Instacart, I remember they were giving out, I want to say at one point there was something like a $1,200 a week bonus that they were giving out just for like being there to be like, yeah, I'll take some deliveries if needed when the pandemic was first. Well, we'll put the pandemic perhaps part in and quote. I mean, I suppose in the dictionary term of the uh, what it was. Yeah, it was considered a pandemic for us. There were multiple locations with at the same time with the same uh disease indicated did you find what you're looking for then uh, i pulled up the uh wholesale so like what people are paying for the gas that we're buying from them mm-hmm. uh actually i did f- did find it it says uh a Mich- michigan one year ago was 207 um so about a dollar that's up still kind of high take. but we have a record high of four dollars and 26 cents how soon do you think we'll hit that I'm going to say... I don't know. By August. Think so? I think so. I think by August, we will definitely hit that price. Um, and it says that was in May 20, but uh, and there's a one, so I can't see. This is probably... I'm pretty sure that was under Obama. So that was like 20, maybe 14, 15, something like that. Um I don't. I don't remember. I wasn't driving a whole lot when gas prices were that right. high. Um, so anyway, gas prices have skyrocketed over the last year. Um, I think they're only going to go up. It's just a, just another thing of inflation. We were starting on this whole like printing money from nothing. Um, mm. That's kind of. It's kind of sucky. It's kind of sucky. It's too bad. As I say, it's kind of, I wouldn't say we knew it was coming, but. And anybody that knows anything about uh, 
how the economy works would tell you that that's exactly what happens when you know so like over the last year where they've been shelling out tons of money for anything and everything um i mean it's going to cause inflation there's no other way around it just what happens when you print money that doesn't isn't supposed to exist and then you continue to tax that money that's not even real that's like i mean it is again i keep using the term not real i guess it's the wrong term for it but it's it's there's nothing there it's uh, i guess then all the tax hikes for everything yeah you know, we're, we're 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 setting we're setting it up for another crash yeah, it's be, it's gonna be the crash of 2021 2022 it's gonna be boom I, everything's I think, gonna drop through the floor i think i don't know i have mixed feelings like there's times where i don't want to see things necessarily crash but also the system that's currently in place I suppose it'd be better than if there was a complete crash. It's better than it'd be better than that. But it's also it's not good. And I feel like a lot of times we make excuses for it, as far as like, well, it could be worse. And that's true, but I also feel like we aren't holding our own local government and federal government is responsible like the the roles are com- are so far reversed at this point i don't feel that most people in government at any capacity really feel responsible to the general public like i, I feel like most of the time they look at people the general public as a pest to them and what they have going on and feel that people like you just don't get it. You don't see the budget we're working with. And, and those are true things. Those are real facts. But I don't I don't feel like sometimes that they're I don't feel like, say, for instance, our own governor is serving the general public of Michigan with the bench best interest at heart. It just doesn't feel that way. It seems much more about whatever her agendas and her goals are long term yeah, politically. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's kind of politics, right? I mean, you lie but, to say you get into office, and then you do whatever the fudge you want, and that's kind of. And I how feel like that's shame on us, though, for not. I mean, I suppose that we've stepped up a little bit here and there, but like, it's kind of on us in some ways. Like, I, there's still a lot that's going to come out. So again, when when we talk about something or we give an opinion about something, it's we're giving that from the perspective we currently have right at the second, okay? But I think there's going to be more and more information that comes out about the whole, the way the COVID-19 and, and, and the whole 2020 shutdown, how we view that in history and realizing the amount of damage that it did cause. And like I said, I kind of go back and forth with it on the whole like, well, if this had been the real deal, first of all, we kind of failed because we weren't even prepared for it that way. We were like at all, we weren't really ready for it. And then secondly would be, um, the amount of damage that it caused for something that may not have been as deadly as what was either believed to be true or pushed for whatever, you know, the whole, like you're always saying, never let a, uh, what's, what's the old saying about like, never let a crisis go to waste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and again, it, it, you know, we always point to all the small businesses and stuff, but like the reason why that's always hammered on so hard is the idea of being self-sufficient. If you can get something from somebody who's not reliant upon 
funds from the federal government or from DC and is more self-sufficient in your local area, you can create your own little ecosystem as it were far as the general area and support one another versus having to rely upon somebody who's like, yeah, my funding comes direct from here. So if they say jump, I got to say how high still can happen when you're, when you're local and you're small too, but it, I don't feel like the constraints are as, as uh, broad as they can be once you're tied into the, you know, the federal aspect of it. Again, that's just me rambling about it with zero education on that. But that is my take on it is that if people, and we, I know most people try to support their local business and I'm sure people are tired of hearing about, they're like, I'm really tired of hearing about like, you guys are always like local business, local businesses, because it's, it's you and I, it's your everyday neighbor, someone in the, in the area who's trying to make a living. And I don't know. I just think we're going to look back at 2020 sometimes and realize how much we kind of messed up in some ways. It's a very confusing time. I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, purposely implemented confusion that's been put across the um, I went mainstream media, I guess you could say as a whole, because you never know. You feel like there's like, there's always this multiple aspects of the story and you never really know who to go with anymore. In my opinion, sometimes and every, everything is being fact checked, which is, which is good. We should be checking that stuff, but I don't know, Mike. I mean, what do you think about the whole, if, and I guess we'll at least mention it because, you know, we talk about aliens on here. At least I do with, did you know, like that whole disclosure thing, you know how that's coming up, right? Like that's, I'm mm-hmm. sure people are tired of hearing about it, but it's, it's like literally in uh, this week, I think the 22nd, 25th or whatever. I think it's the 22nd. What do you think about that whole idea of people that way pushing like a, a one world unity? Like if the aliens came down, whatever, you know group organization something like you guys got to get together like you need to kind of uh unify as one how do you like how do you feel about that is that does that bother you it won't happen i mean people that's that's people like we will never ever ever see eye to eye as a world it just won't happen um so you know they can try and that's that's kind of what the united nations is right but we still have bickerments we still have countries that don't participate we still have you know all the other bull crap that comes along with it it's it will never we'll never get to the point where we are united as one but that's in my opinion that's kind of a huge goal of the whole globalist agenda thing is to make everybody like a one kind of thing it's a one world instead of having nations um which, you know, may not sound that awful, but it it's just it tri- depends on what it comes with. You know, there's there's stipulations to everything, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of um, crap hole countries out there. We'll say <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of crappy countries that you could live in, and yeah. there's a reason that they're crappy. You know, so, they're poorly run. So, you know, if if you end up with those same people making mm-hmm. crap up for everybody, then the whole world's going to be a, you know, complete piece of garbage. And um, yeah, but one would have to be inclined to think that they wouldn't be making most of the choices. I mean, number wise, 
I don't know. And that's what the weird area. I mean, in one part, I totally get what you're saying. Like, if you look at what's happened in Cuba and how things rolled out there over the years, not good. And that, and I wouldn't want that here at all. But then, like, on the other hand, it's weird that how the United States always kind of gets involved in areas that, like, I don't know, the whole... Again, it's just a meme, but like the 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 whole like uh, showing the crap. What's that show called? The Boys or whatever. Like the one guy that's supposed to be a good superhero kind of deal, and he's basically like, "Stop resisting! Like we're here to help." And they're like, they don't want the help, basically. And I I do feel like the United States uh, we're always helping. We're always like, I there. think there's there's reasons and agendas behind why we do things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I know people you always know, say, yes, like, we have to yes. be there, but... The country apps, us as America absolutely stick our nose where it does not belong. A little bit. Um, a little bit sometimes. And it would be far better if we just left the world alone and we stopped. I mean, there's... A, okay, so there's the, like... It's pretty easy to portray America as, like, awful. You know, like, you go to, like the Middle Eastern countries and stuff, and they chant death to America and crap. The reason that that is, I mean, you have limited access to um, the ability to actually understand each other, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, they don't really know us. We don't know them. We're We're in their country. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty easy to portray someone who's invading your country as some evil person. I mean, I don't really. Blame. So it's, I, I, I don't. I, I used to. That's what I'm saying. Though. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's not know. very. It's not very hard to do that. So all you got to do is be like, look, they're over here. They're screwing around with your ability to to live, make a living, to mm. you know whatever. Um. So if we just stop sticking our nose in places like that, and we kept ourselves to ourselves, I mean, yes, I'm sure that you you could say that that's heartless or selfish or whatever but ultimately america should be here for america it should not be here to take care of the rest of the world and if we took care of ourselves first then there probably would be plenty left over to help other countries but we should be more worried about what's happening here you know you still have hunger and that kind of stuff here mm-hmm. in the United States. It's not like it's gone away. There's still homeless people here. There's still people that live darn close to the world uh poverty line, which is incredibly low. It's absolutely insane how little oh, money. Oh, the world? Po- yeah, I think uh, yeah, less than a dollar a day, right? It's ridiculously low. Um But either way, I mean, like we should be helping our people first and well, then we should can help get, other people. The old like saying, get your house in order kind of deal before you can help somebody else. And like yeah, you're the same thing, like out. on a plane, you know, like you put your mask on first so that you can help other people put their masks on. Mm. Otherwise you're rendered useless when you pass out and then yeah. someone else has to take the responsibility to put your mask on, you know, like that's. And it, and like with, and again, no, I don't know why, but uh, I'm not an uh, an economist or anything like that whatsoever. So, like, this is just William's general ideas and thoughts. But the idea that good. we constantly, as the United States, we 
take on people. Like we give a certain amount. I want to say I can't remember. I think it's a million, million. Um, could be less than that now. But I thought it was something like a million immigrants we're supposed to legally take every year. So something somewhere in there could be less than that now. Um, but they were saying we tend to pick like the best of the best, right? Like we'll we'll we try to basically from these other countries take the ones that are would actually do the most good where they currently live and we bring them here. So in some ways, even though we think we're helping, we're kind of taking away those that would help I, make a change where I they would live. Disagree. I would absolutely disagree. I really? understand the prince. Yes, I, I understand the principle of what you're saying and mm-hmm. it does make sense. However, it's not like we're taking these people. They're applying to come here. Yeah, I didn't mean so it as in like going and capture. I just meant that it's them seeking to come, you know, make better life for themselves. That's kind of yes. my point: is that the the driven individual that wants to make a change, that's willing, that's, that's driven enough to even move across the world if needed. That's the kind of person that would make real change in their community. I guess is my point, and. I guess what I'm trying to say well, is that some of the saying? issues that they're close facing, our borders and just be like, or no. we should just take the <laughs> bottom of the barrel, be like, hey, you need to be useless to come to our country. No, what I'm saying is, I feel like if we're going to really do this, if we if we really cared about making a difference, I guess let me word it this way: if we cared about making a difference, let's just take it to much more uh, a micro point of view versus macro on this. Let's say locally here in your own city, wherever you live, if you are constantly taking children from around the surrounding cities versus where you live currently. And you're taking all these other children and you're educating them on how to, I don't know, whatever the basic thing is, how to grow tomato plants, we'll say. And in doing that, you bring them to your current city. They live there, whatever they're housed and they have their learning, they earn their living somehow. And and you teach them how to grow these plants. They're going to do one of two things. Either one, the hope would be is that they would stay in your current city and help take what they've learned and apply it there. But then the other thing that could be said is that they might just take it back home, which usually doesn't happen. I guess I'm wording this about it. I kind of need to do it the other way. Let's say your current city is really well off and you're trying to help the surrounding cities What's more than likely going to happen is those students that you bring or those people that you bring that bring something to the table, they're not going to leave and go back. So you trying to help the surrounding cities, you would do better to go into that city and set up a community within it to help weren't, weren't become we self-sufficient. talking about the opposite of this, though, and keeping our nose out of other people's business? Agreed. I don't think that setting up a community requires a military presence necessarily. I think that you can be involved and have influence for sure uh, without it being a complete military presence. I mean, I, I think I think if you if you wanted to make a true humanitarian difference, you can go there and and run something like that and and make a difference there. Excuse me, versus. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's kind of like the old saying, the whole feed a man, you know, and give him a fish or teach him to teach him to fish. What I'm trying to say is that there's far too many people in the world and we could never catch up the number in some ways that we're populating to, except we're coming to a screeching halt right now. Um, That that number, us bringing in a million people, it doesn't make a difference. It's not doing anything. If anything, it's detrimental to those places that could, really use those people with that drive and those resources 
to like create their own community where they live versus going and finding it. Um, so you're advocating for completely closing our borders to immigrants? No, no, I wouldn't say that. I, I'm saying is there doesn't seem to be a lot of focus on the only focus that we at least get to see. And again, this is the lens that we get to see it through. But the only focus there seems to be on this whole idea of immigration and humanitarian effort is a military presence. It doesn't really seem to be a presence of we're helping educate them and cultivate whatever it might be in that area. It's just they either come here and we keep them, you know, we help them make a life here, the best of the best, as it were. And then maybe they go back home. And I don't know, dude. I just, I don't feel like if you came from that extreme poverty, why would the very few of them are probably going back home, as it were, to their home country to make a living? I would be hard pressed to believe that most of them. Why, why, why would you? Let's say, especially if you became like a doctor, you'd purely be doing it just that you're not going to make any money. Like, you would just be doing it solely for a humanitarian effort. That'd be it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling about it, but it, I just feel like. I guess what I'm trying to say is that people always think that that's the fix. Is like we need to bring in more immigrants, which I think there needs to be a balance because obviously people that are immigrants are very driven, hardworking people. And there's, I'm not knocking on that at all. What I'm saying is that I feel like there's got to be that balance of helping them where they. You got it. Helping someone where they're at versus just bringing them to this new spot. Because like you said, America is not going to be able to handle, they can't even, we're kind of a joke, man. We're like, we're like this like junkie that portrays itself to be all awesome on Instagram and Facebook, but like we're not okay on the inside whatsoever, which I don't think we ever been okay. I'm not saying there was a time when like we were good, but I just feel like. We, we we're trying to fix other people's problems, and we're not we're not fixing their own crap at home. We're not we, once we get that right, we figure some crap out that way. I think then maybe okay, let's let's step out and and implement that plan. But like right now, I feel like we're pretty sometimes divided, or at least the divide is being pushed on us. I just I don't know how I don't know how we help other people necessarily right now because we we haven't figured out how to help ourselves, as it were. I feel like at this well, point. In my opinion, in my opinion, um, opinion, I don't think we do that much help for other countries. I think a lot of it is a ploy. I think when they are sending 900 billion, say, to other countries, mm -hmm. um, I can't imagine even a significant amount of that is actually reaching those other countries. Um you know, it's, it's pretty easy to make money disappear when nobody knows where it went, what it was for. Um, I mean, the, the kind of stuff that they do, uh, you know, just, just flat out like CNN and whatnot has been, has been caught doing with like the whole, um, you know, a dude standing in his, you know, standing on his knees inside of a, a water puddle to make it look oh. like they had you know different stuff like that yeah like do you i i 100 believe they do the same thing not just cnn but i'm saying in general like yeah any type of spin on something to to make it seem what it's not so mm -hmm. you might take a couple million dollars out of the 
$500 million that you sent to a country and you might make it look good in this one area and you get all sorts of news cameras there and you can see all like, well, hey, this is what we're doing. But really someone's pocketing most of that money. And that's what I, I truly believe is happening for a majority of our foreign aid. Um, I really don't think that we, the the amount of money that we put into other countries, there's just, I mean, there's no, well, and I just, I've I can't heard people believe make that the it's argument, actually making it to those countries. And I've heard people make the argument saying, well, if we weren't there doing it, then somebody else would be, our enemies would be. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay, so go for it. <laughs> but like, like, yeah, at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. No, they I wouldn't. Mean, no, they wouldn't. And I understand. I understand that's kind of sucky to to think like. But l- l- let me. If I were to say like, if if our enemies, which I don't believe for one second they would, but let's say our our true enemies, right? So China, Russia. Number two, wow. number wow. one. Mike, get just calling them right out um, like that. I mean, it's flat out, hundred percent. That's what it is. There's not, there's not really if ands or buts about that. China is the biggest threat to the United States, and Russia is right after it. Um, you heard it first here on Bob. So, I'm just kidding. Do you <laughs> really <keep> think <laughs> that China is going to come to other countries to help them out? If well, anything, no. if anything, I guess that's the thing is they would, the script, they would we... bring, they would bring their military convoy mm-hmm. under the ploy of helping. And then they would just be like, Hey, we're here. We're yeah. settling this country now. Which this is, is basically ours. what Hi. I guess the United States is doing. I mean, yeah, we has done. <laughs> yeah. Like we just show up. We're like, I we're mean, totally that, here to help. That's a, that's a problem. I mean, that that's a huge problem. That's it is a lot of resources that we use up that we don't need the military. The military industrial complex is is a problem. It's if you I was just talking about a guy uh, a guy at work that he served you know back in the the early nineties ninety two on there for about four years he served his time in uh, the army, and he was saying he could recognize even the time that being in the military didn't carry the same weight it used you know like not that he was doing it for just that but he was saying that it didn't carry the same weight as like his grandfather who had fought in World War Two you know like that guy Where actually defended actually real freedom had a meaning yeah. yeah. Not and not that not that that war was good it was either. Not for someone, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not again. I'm not saying that World War II is like. Well, that was a good time. That had real meaning. All that death. Well, like, no, but it had. It actually had a reason for the war. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't because hey, we this country has this, and this is an excuse to go and invade it and take it. Mm-hmm. You know, which is that's what started almost immediately though, because the White Eisenhower did put that out there. I believe when he was. Uh, didn't he propose that when he was in uh when he went through Europe, and he proposed no, the time? I think it was just, Patton or Patton. That's Patton what I'm said sorry. we're already here. Yeah, let's let's, let's just go. Yeah, no, not Asia. He but, was talking about going but, and like rolling but, over Russia, basically. Yeah, and it, well, Russia's part of Asia. Okay, but are Russians really Asians? Yeah. Come on, I mean, like, I mean, technically, they, I guess, but. <laughs> so funny that you nobody, that, nobody you considers Russians sense. Asian. Well, there's, nobody. There's parts, well, there's Siberia. Like those, some of the people from like the. Uh, wait, let me get this right. No, the, the Huns, Huns came. They're from, from Hungary. Y- yes, that's true. But I'm saying when. Well, yeah, but I'm Russia's from massive. Mother Russia. The, nobody the, considers Mother Russia Asian. I'm sure there ain't nobody in Mother right Russia. Now. 
speaking any type of Asian language. Are Russians considered Asians? <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to speak for oh, me. Oh, yeah, it's just um, talk to you. It says, let's see. Instead of just giving a straight answer, it's kind of like, you take this test. Why? why everything is an ad. Everything anymore. Um. Okay, so it says that Russia west of Ural, or Ural, I always say that wrong, Urals is within Europe. Russia east of Urals is within Asia. Politi- politically, both sectors are governed from Moscow and from po- province or provincial capitals. So that didn't really answer the question, though. I just want to know, like, I, what so I'm saying is I feel like Russia part of Russia is, is definitely in Europe Asia. and part of Russia. You know, really, I think the parts of of Russia that are technically Europe are just countries that they've conquered in the last <laughs> few years. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, like a couple years ago, they, they freaking, how many, how many times has a country full blown invaded another country in the last 35 years? We'll say mm, the United States every single year. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like full blown, <laughs> invaded um, with the intent of taking over the country. Russia did that with Ukraine. Uh, that is true. 100% moved into the country and took it over. Putin and nobody like blinked an eye. Everyone was like, "Yes, yes, this is this is normal. This is this is good. It's it this is fine. No reason <laughs> to be freaked out about this at all. Like that doesn't happen. That shouldn't happen in modern society. It just yeah. like you should not have one country just bulldozing another country without there being, you know, something done about it. Um, and nobody did anything. When, yeah. When, when they, <sighs> but then that's where we weigh out. Like sometimes they're like, "Well, was the wars that we used to?" F- you know, if you like, if you, going back to the military industrial complex thing, and how much money it creates. I mean, World War II, in essence, kind of pulled us out of the Great Depression. It was the final thing that really was the boom, economically speaking, for the United States. And I think they started to realize at that time how much money we make when we're in war, and how much funding goes to that. And if you look at it from Vietnam on, I mean, we kind of had a break in the eighties, but. For sure, from the early 90s on, so for the past 30 years, we have been in a war, I'm going to put that in quotation marks, or a fight against whatever the yeah, cause would, or thing I is it's since. A, it's a military police action yeah. is the way that they would phrase that. You know, like Iraq, where we were there for how many <laughs> godforsaken years? Pull out, like get things set up, pull out, go back out, and like... I don't know. Hashtag I never pull out. It's a it's a military <laughs> presence. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they. Uh, it's a. I don't it's know the how they right how they right get here. away with a military police presence rather than it being like an army. Um, I don't know if it has to be like under a certain amount. But I I mean Iraq. I know we we didn't. Other than Gal- the like Desert Storm and stuff, I don't think we ever really had more than like fifty thousand troops there, which is. Oh, Still no, a lot, I thought, no like, we had more than that when, like, after 9-11, when we, when we invaded, I'm pretty I mean, positive yeah, we but had at, way more since, than 50,000. Since that first, like, initial, like, hey, we're invading you as a country, push. Um, it's kind of, it, it petered off a lot, and then it was down into, you know, 
barely double digit kind of numbers. And so either way, like we still left a whole bunch of people there for, for what I I, really quick too. not to change the subject too much. I mean, I am kind of changing it a little bit. Um, I just want to, before I forget, give a a little bit of a shout out to those people who do share on on their page or group. Um, so on our page, we obviously get Alex who shares a lot of stuff. Uh, so thank you for that, by the way. And then secondly, if we ever get a chance, uh, his daughter Lexi was saying, she was like, we guess should have him on the show one time. Like, I think it'd be interesting to have his perspective. Um, I don't think I'm misspeaking for him here, but I guess I'm kind of speaking for him a little bit. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kind of an anarchist. I think he would, he would, I don't think he'd quite be offended by saying that he's an anarchist in some ways. Um, in the, in the traditional sense of what it, what it meant to be originally, and maybe have him on one time and give his perspective on the United States since he moved out and was like, I'm done with it. I believe, I can't remember where he lives currently, but it's somewhere over in Europe um, that he's living. And then also like Lewis and those guys sharing on our, on our group. That's a cool place for people to go check stuff out. If you guys want to go see stupid memes that I share all the time or just share general information, there's always something being shared on there. But there was one I thought it was a I can't remember what it was that was shared on that I wanted to mention from our group. Um that had me cracking up the one time. We didn't I don't think we ever covered the meme thing, did we? Like there was that like whole like post a picture and then like people roast you or whatever. I don't think we ever no, I don't think we no, I don't think we talked about it, no. Mm. Well, anyways, did you see the whale video I just put on there, bro? Like, did you first of all that was the other thing. Lewis posted that one. Did you see the guy that got swallowed by a hump by whale? A humpback whale? Uh, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, you talking about the the one with the boat, the 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 lobster diver, uh, and then probably no. This one's from I'm June eleventh, twenty twenty one. He uh he was a he was a lobster diver, right? And it said that he was diving down and he got swallowed by this thing. Obviously, they're thinking by accident. Whole, I mean, he had his scuba diving gear and everything on. And he was in there for about 40 seconds before it came to the surface and spit him out. Um, it spit him out? Yeah, I mean, like... Did he live? Yeah, he ended up actually only having some, like, minor uh, flesh wounds in comparison to being, like, eaten. But, I mean, it was it was kind of weird because... I that, Okay, so then I posted a video. I don't know if you've been on there recently, but I posted one just last night, actually. And it shows this whale... Um, eating, obviously, like, basically just letting fish fill its mouth... And I don't know about you, dude, and and I'm sure perhaps this is just pure ignorance, but if we're talking Mandela effect stuff again, because like, what if tomorrow podcast just covered that themselves? Bro, I kind of feel like this is a pet, like this is a, uh, a Mandela effect for me, because I swear to you, growing up, I was always taught that whales mouths could not open more than like a, like two, three feet. And that there were these massive bristles that filtered out everything. And that's how they would get depends the plankton. On, depends on the whale. Correct, like a killer whale. But I'm saying is like if you go to our page right now, this whale's mouth is a easy ninety degree angle. Like I'm, I'm telling you, this thing could this thing could eat a rowboat, no problem. It is, I mean, there's no way that that thing could not eat a human whole, easily, just gone. Okay, but you also had what knowledge of how far a whale can open its mouth 
other than your parents being like, oh, don't, you don't got to worry about a whale swallowing you. You can't yeah. open their mouth far, far enough. No, I, I, like, I totally agree. And that's what I said in the post. I was like, um, I feel like as a child, I was taught, you know, that we didn't have to worry about whales eating us because they couldn't open their mouth far, far enough besides killer whales. And this whale very clearly, like, I don't know if you, have you not, are you, are you on the page? Are you on the group to look at I, I, no, I did not. I mean, I, I feel like you'd have to, here, I'm going to tag you in it, because there's no way, like, you kind of just need to see the clip, just for a second, you don't even have to see it with sound, just see the clip so that you can see what I'm talking about. I mean, because you can kind of gauge roughly the idea of this thing's mouth with all the fish that are popping into it, Um, and I just, I cannot see how that thing would not be able to just swallow a person with zero issues just about i guess all i'm saying and you're absolutely right there's no way that's the weird thing about the mandela effect stuff is that if something has changed there's no way to prove it like the residue is very little and if you look up the history on anything it will just simply say that that's how it's always been so there's no way to like prove this but i feel like this specific whale with all that lining in the bottom of its throat i believe this is a humpback whale i could be wrong but it's i believe it's a, a humpback angler is what that video says it's an angler whale an angler master oh i think it's saying master angler meaning like an angler is a fisher that's another term for fishing i believe i could be wrong but but you you see how big that video i mean for those i know that they're just listening you can't really maybe get a picture of this but i mean it's literally at a, would you say that's a 90 degree angle right Give or take, Micah? Uh, I mean, I would say it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty close. Would you say that that's at least more than I would say knowing the size, knowing the size of a whale, I would say that this, this whale has its, I would say this whale could probably, I would say like a 15 foot boat probably could fit down Dude, the skull. It looks huge, right? It looks huge. <laughs> I'm just going to, for the fun of it, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, that's a first of all dumb question. I went to put in Ken Wales, and the first thing that came up was, breathe underwater. <laughs> you know what? I'm really curious now in case I'm an idiot. Can whales and dolphins are mammals. Uh, no, I don't believe, I don't believe don't. whales breathe underwater. They, they're mammals. They come up, they blow the blowhole thing. Mm-hmm. They take in their, you know, they have to come back to the surface, which is why whale, you know, whalers were so successful because they have to come to the surface. Interesting. And here I see, I sound like an idiot there now. But anyways, <laughs> back to whales' mouths and their, uh, can whales eat humans? This is the second most Googled thing. Now, see, as soon as you Google that, it says yeah, killer it says right whales here, or the orcas. The anatomy of a blue whale is quite particular. The lower mandible of its jaw can dislocate to open to almost 90 degrees, and the floor of its accordion-like mouth can stretch up to quadruple its normal size. So but- what you were looking at was a blue whale. Um, I think there are very different, there very, is very different. Um, so that was not, that was not plankton right there. Um, no, that was something fish. like, a yes, that was like whole mother trucking fish. Now right here, you're this... thinking of the, the way, I don't know what whale it is that, that eats plankton, but they do have like really 
bristly type teeth. I don't know if they actually, it might be humpback. But it says right here that humpback whales can't swallow human. It says, here's why. Despite occasional reports of whales scooping people into their mouths, it's incredibly rare. And for all but one species, swallowing a human is physically impossible. Says ex, 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 that species is the blue whale. Ninety degrees will definitely get the yeah, job done. We'll, uh, that will get the job done. <laughs> it says though a humpback uh, could easily fit a human inside its huge mouth, which can reach around ten feet. It's significantly impossible for a whale to swallow a human once inside, according to Nikolai Hodgins of the Whale and Dolphin Conservatory. Conservate or cons- conservation, Jesus, a UK nonprofit. A humpback's throat is roughly the size of a human fist. Okay, just wow. back up for one second. Hang on. <laughs> so when we designed this creature, we were like, we're going to give it a ten foot mouth, but it's it's going to swallowing ability it will only be the size of a human fist. Well, if it's if it's eating plankton, it doesn't need a big throat. You know, it needs it just needs like a vacuum type suction ability to just suck it all down it. it so okay so a humpback's throat is roughly the size of a human fist and can only stretch to about 15 inches in diameter to accommodate a bigger meal it's a tight fit huh in packard's case she says she was likely engulfed as opposed to swallowed before the whale realized its mistake and immediately spat him out and this is referring to the the recent story with the guy who was swallowed the lobster fisher Likely a traumatic experience for both Packard and the whale, which was just trying to eat some fish. Pa- Packard just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, so um, very, very strange that a humpback whale so, no throat is only the size of a fist. If a whale swallows you, it will spit you back out. I guess. I mean, unless it tries it to swallow like you. It doesn't like you just as much as you didn't like to be swallowed. I, yeah. Traumatic. That's just so crazy to me. I, dude, but what I'm saying is like, dude, I, again, it's just probably the way we were raised and whatever, but like, I definitely feel I mean, like we were always taught it, okay, that they couldn't yeah, open their that, mouth. That's true. But like, if you really, really, really think about it, right? Like, you're talking about a creature that can weigh upwards of a hundred ton. Do you really think its mouth isn't going to open large enough to fit a human being? No, I mean it. It, made, it makes I mean, total sense that it freaking, should be able to do that. Are they? I'm not, are they? They're not considered fish, are they? I don't they're think mammals. They're These sea creatures, they're mammals, can reach fifty freaking <laughs> feet long. Yeah, this is a semi truck, essentially, with fins. Yeah. Do you think that a human being couldn't fit in its mouth? Like, a hundred percent thinking that about sense. that in, in, like, past tense of, like, you're carrying open the road. Yeah, I know. How many other things eh. do we accept like that, though, just growing up? Like, Oh, I'm sure a lot. That's the weird thing. Is- I'm sure there's still things that I, you, you could probably come up right now, and, and it's probably just something you accepted as fact and, and haven't yeah. actually... Like I'm doing something it, right now. Which is, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, which is why I'm getting political again. Which is why they're brainwashing our children right now. They're the not ch- going to not question the children. Those they're going to be taught those things, and then they're just going to be mm. accepted as fact. And that's yeah. that's how that's how you that's how you change an entire country in one generation. So how, but here, here's the well, I don't think it. I think 
one one could argue one that this has been going on for three generations. That's all it needs. It's all it needs, though. If that's you, true. If you teach all of these, together. all of the children, certain oh, ways of you. thinking, Sorry. you can change an entire country, even the size of America, one generation. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. I mean, if you think about it, that our children get brainwashed, right? They get old enough to have children. Hmm. That's how they think. They don't have a problem with that, you know, of their children thinking that way. And forever forward, that's how you will think. And it's not something you would even question. That's 100%. It, it's, it's what's happening. People but hasn't that already happened? Like, that's the weird conundrum. People, is that no matter what, you are already in that existence of, you are currently in a state of formulated like the way we exist Probably. was formulated and and sculpted so like but uh, but I'm, I'm kind of referring to different things um, i'm referring to communism socialist bastards <laughs> <laughs> well one thing that comes to me and in, in very clear um mm, so clear it i've comes. got no problems with people celebrating whatever you know <laughs> you do you oh boy but here we go. for instance we got google open right now uh-huh and uh, instead of it being like Google, it's like a, it's a bunch of, we'll say, colored people um, in celebration of a, our newest national holiday um, of when the slaves were. Oh, that is today, free. isn't it? June, Juneteenth. Forgot about that. Um, so there's, I'm sure you've heard of... Uh, what the fudge is it called? Critical race theory. Only I hear people say that term a lot. I have never looked it up, to be fair. Okay. I, I, I haven't looked it up, guys. I don't know the, the definition. But I do hear that term thrown around a lot um, as of late. So oh, fudge. if you'd like to educate while Mike is looking it up, he's going to educate us. Perhaps you don't know either and you're like myself. No, I, I just want I want to. I want to give you exactly what that i i know okay. what it is i just want to give you exactly what they it better be snopes from snopes or uh, your line. so uh critical race theory or crt is an academic academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the united states who seek to critically examine the law as it intersects with issues of race and to challenge mainstream liberal approaches to racial justice um so they're yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound horrible, but basically the, basically the concept of, uh, I'm sure you've heard of like the colleges and stuff that had like, um, white privilege tests and stuff like that. Um, it's, that's, that. that's a, okay, well, it's definitely a thing. And that's basically what critical race theory is, is basically it's pinning everyone that is not, um, a particular minority or skin color, whatever you want to, however you want to put it mm-hmm. against each other. And then, and then being like, yes, you're, you have white skin. So you were an oppressor and therefore you should apologize for it. You should feel bad about it and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you as a brown person, person of color, POC, whatever fudge term you want to throw out there, um, you as that person were an oppressee, and so therefore, 
you've been held down and and you need like it's 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 divisional or uh, divi- not divisional um creates division word. it it divides people up and and it, pit, it pits each other you know everyone against each other mm-hmm. on you know your skin color it is it is supposed to remove racism yeah it's supposed to help like you know it's not it's going to add and it's going to make it really really bad and you're going to have a whole bunch of people that feel awful about who they are based on their skin color and you're going to have a whole bunch of people who feel that they can't do anything in their life based on their skin color like it's 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 not it's an it's a horrible idea and it's it's what they're going to be indoctrinating our children with well and i think what's what's interesting about it is it with i think with anything i don't think there's anything that's like in my opinion, I don't think most things, 95 to 8% of things, 95 to 98% of all things are inherently good or evil. I just believe that most things are a tool or a facet that gets us to an end result. And depending upon how you wield that concept or that tool, that is the outcome of it. So I don't think that the idea necessarily of them approaching certain laws as in like, hey, were these inherently racist laws that existed? Because obviously there were some that we didn't even know were racist. Well, we shouldn't. Those that formed them didn't view them as racist. They just formed. They viewed them as, let's say, for the for the biggest one being, um, after the Civil War, once the Emancipation Proclamation was put into place, where the Northern states then rallied and said, "Hey, we have to make all those that have been freed only one third of a person, because there's so many of them living down south that the South could." Con- Control the entire formation of how the nation would have moved forward, right? And but that is something that was in there at one point. So I don't think it's wrong to call it out and be like, "Yeah, we hundred percent." Well, I shouldn't say. I don't see. A, for- I don't see a problem there either. But the problem is when you're cramming it down children, um, children's throats, mm-hmm. and and you're not, you're not. It's not. It's okay. So it's it's not something that you're just like bringing up, like, hey there were racist laws. Like we can all acknowledge that we yeah. all know that there were, we all know that there have been things like, you know, banks refusing to mm-hmm. loan money to a black person solely based on their black. Yeah. Jim Crow laws um, were pretty bad. hundred percent. It happened. But critical race theory is basically saying that it's, it 100% is still happening and that, we all need to acknowledge you you need to acknowledge your whiteness i will say mm-hmm. um kind of thing and you need to like what i don't okay. like about it is what it the one thing i would agree with you on that i don't like that it's doing is the whole idea of how when we're born we're 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 uninfluenced we we don't have a specific way of thinking so the whole idea of racism and all these things are taught behaviors i don't believe outside of epigenetics which is a real thing that's just passed down from ancestry i don't believe i really don't that people are just born racist i believe you are taught to be a racist i do not believe that you just come to the world as a racist person because anything you support and believe in in any of those things right now that was a learned behavior you were not born just believing that you had the right to bear arms. We were taught this, right? 
any of these things. And so sure. I do have an issue with this being um, pushing the idea that we – because it, it's bringing about more divide than it is sometimes unity. Yeah. No, yeah, I do. It's, think it's that, not got anything to do with uniting people. It's got everything to do with dividing people, or at least the way it's making being... people. If you want to acknowledge that there's differences, that's great. But like, th- okay, critical race theory. If it was not being pushed for our schools and being how this is going to be what we're going to teach our children, and it's going to mm-hmm. be like a huge thing. It's not just going to be like a hey, this happened. Yeah. And we should all know about it. It's being That's what crammed. I was going to hit on. It's not being, it's, um, the fairness doctrine does not seem to exist anymore. Where like, you need to accurately and fairly share the history that took place in a fair manner or share the opposite opposing view. That should take place. That should, as much as I don't support the idea of a complete socialism aspect of life, I should be at least willing to hear the idea out and give it a fair shot is in like conversation wise, because if I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you're kind of, there are certain things to be closed minded on, but if you want to engage a person more and you want to actually have conversation, you're going to have to be open to their ideas, at least in conversation. But with this, it doesn't seem that that's necessarily a conversation. It's more of this is here's what we need you to think, feel and believe versus here's what happened. Here's how we got to make sure that doesn't happen again going forward. And and try to to make the best of the situation. Yeah, it's, it's very it's very finger pointy and and as matter of fact kind of. But then one could say, and I suppose material. we're not entirely wrong that like, oh, you as white people, and I'm putting that in quotations, but anyway, as as white or Caucasian, you know, people, oh, you're complaining about this now, but you know, people of color have been dealing with this for literally centuries and millennia. That's. And I suppose you're not wrong in saying that. Centuries and millennia. Meaning that all throughout humanity, there's always been, there's always uh, been. It's not just black people. Well, that's what my point is, is that throughout all of. Sorry. No, I agree with what you're saying. I was just saying that like throughout history, there is generally speaking with how humans have operated. There's always been a a, a particular, uh, I don't want to use the word just race, but kind of race or region that was in power. um, And they tended they tend to enslave those around them that were not strong enough to rise up against them. That was kind of how things rolled. Um, and that didn't make it okay. But at the same time, I think this like overcorrection that we're trying to go for, we're not teaching it in a, in a fair minded fashion, because like you're saying, one of the issues I think I would have with it is that two parts, one, you're, you're allowing and you're creating a, um, a victim mentality, of entitlement and that's a dangerous thing and number two you're creating on the other reverse which you were talking about with people feeling just guilty for just being purely born a color that they were which is wrong because that's kind of racist that we're trying to end um you're creating that and then you're also going to create the flip side of it which is people who are angry that they're being forced to try and feel this way just simply because they were born a certain color so then in essence you'd almost kind of be making racist people because they'd be pissed or, or whatever. If they feel like something's being pushed against them unfairly, that had nothing to do with their decisions. And that's where I think it's, it's a conversation that should take place and can take place, but in the right manner and in the right, uh, with the right amount of cultivation behind it. And I don't, I don't know that that's the goal. Uh, again, it's, as we all know, the whole divide and conquer, is that, but is that, a, is that on my side or your side? Uh, what? Oh, that is my side. Uh, there's oh, you heard like a sounds like a cop car is like really oh, trying yeah. to get someone's attention. That is on your side. Um, 
I can hear it now. I mean, they're really trying to get someone's attention. That or there's a parade or something outside. I don't know. Um, I don't mean to be like abruptly just stopping, but uh, <laughs> I have not gone to sleep yet, and uh, I do I do need to go to bed at some point. Uh, I'm getting pretty tired, so yep. No problem. Uh, well, I guess uh, kind of. I guess uh, give your give your closing. Uh closing thoughts and feelings on this and uh sounds like there's a parade outside so uh sorry <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna i'm pretty sure that's what that is um uh, oh I, I i know i know we have that festival as like town and country festival thing uh. 40th annual mm. it's been going on for a long time um so anyway my 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 closing thoughts would be i i think acknowledging differences in people is 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 a good thing i i think that people should know what the differences are um i don't think your skin color has a whole lot to do with it you know from where you were born has way more to do with who you are and what you are than what color your skin is so when i uh, think how you live your life too like how you're actually living and acting I think those are yeah. It's, it's the people people you grow are. up with the the way the people's personalities around you. It's it's you know people conform to a lot of things and they act like what's around them, which is why they you know people talk about say uh, rich people. They hang out with rich people because they're rich. Like that's it. You know, you hang out with the people that are like you. It's not. You, you you don't you don't find a whole lot of people that are rich that will hang out with a homeless dude unless they were friends before they got rich. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not really a thing because people tend to flock to get you know to people like themselves. And so if you have a bunch of people with that mindset of being you know some type of. Uh, victim of society and they all flock together and then they want to like spread their victim mentality to mm-hmm. other people and you know, that that's kind of what my opinion is about critical race theory i think it's a lot of um boohoo poor me kind of thing and and making other people feel bad about an experience that you never had you know, yeah. like, not only did the people that you are trying to make hate themselves for being the color that they are, you're telling them they should feel bad. If you if you had people treating someone like they did back then inside of a store, I guarantee you someone else is going to get involved with it. It's not going to be something that they're like, oh, yeah, and they're going to join in on it and... and you know, yeah. it's, it's just not, it's not the way that it is. Society I mean, doesn't really accept it that way, so... Yeah, I would 100% say that it's it's not the same racism. Racism still exists for sure, but it's not the same. It doesn't manifest itself in the same openness that it did before. I, I think one of the issues that I have is that I do think it's a legitimate conversation to have and the, the, the topic of talking about racism as a whole because it does apply to a lot of things, not just race. Um, which I know what it's saying, but I mean, it could apply to the idea of even thoughts and concepts just being like just opposed to that way of thinking at all. Um, And one of the problems that I have with it is that it doesn't, 
it, it it seeks a lot of times to it starts off good as far as calling out the issue or identifying it but then the solutions there it almost always makes the the person who might be a legitimate victim of a racist situation even more of a victim and like you said it takes away the power from them a lot of where they're like you're too weak to understand what's happening here you have no power everything is against you it it, it i'm i'm more all about empowering people and I think part of empowering a person is that person taking a lot of self-accountability and being part of the solution, um, even when the odds are against you. And I'm not saying that it's okay when racist things are going on, because it's certainly not. But at the same time, there have been a lot of people who've made it through racist situations and come out um, much better based on the decisions they chose versus allowing that situation to affect them and how they had an outcome. And I think that would be what I would want to promote more when we're talking about the the whole idea of racism as a whole, um, because it, it to me it always it almost always seeks to make the victim, and then um, if you have a victim, that indic- that would imply that you have um, someone who is what's the term here? What's the opposite of victim? The perpetrator. Perpetrator. Sure. You know what I mean? It implies that there's someone being the racist. And a lot of times it seems to throw that onto people and people get frustrated if they're not a racist. Um, and, and I suppose there's a lot we could talk about it and that's a whole other episode if we were to dig into it one time. But anyways, I know you got to get going here. So, um, uh, yeah. So guys, uh, we'll, we'll probably have something a little more um, for sure lined up for you next time here. Uh, I don't know if Micah will be with me or not. We're trying to do like an every other week thing. Obviously, we've been doing that for a little bit here. I think I'm getting switched back over to day shifts pretty soon. Maybe our schedule will line up a little more. We'll see what happens. Cool. Um, <clears throat> other than that, do you have anything else you want to add? Closing thought? Just say word of encouragement? Uh, enjoy your sleep. Um, <laughs> when you don't get it, it kind of sucks. So uh, while you can sleep, Go ahead, get yourself some sleep. I thought that the, the um, sleeping was for when you're dead. Isn't that the saying? Sleep when no, you're dead. No, it is not. It is very much for when you are um, uh, living and breathing. Mm-hmm. It's required for you to stay living and breathing. It's best. Um, so, <laughs> uh, no, I don't really. No, I don't. Um, I, I I apologize about not uh, not being very active yeah i've had uh, ones and just, if not threes of people message in the last month like you know i'm just yeah <laughs> but uh, i have had people know i've have people I are like just, well, you guys put an episode out where's mike at you know like yeah you uh, have an obligation uh, to these baby. people micah and uh they've missed it we were joking because ben and i actually recorded an episode last night it wasn't planned but we ended up doing one we were saying we need to have like were you and joe do one or you joe and gary just do like an all like just political rip fest, as it were. <laughs> Whatever, you know what I mean? You three think pretty similar in some ways as far as the uh, same mindset. And uh, you guys look, you know, seem to research it and something you enjoy researching. So, anyways, we'll see if that ever happens. But yeah, I'm good. I don't know if you uh, want to say goodbye to people. There's definitely a parade over there for you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, it's, yeah, they're going to wake. They're going to wake my wife up, and she's going to be, I don't know, she'll be super happy about it. So really, I want to move out of this, I want to yeah. move out to the country so bad. We don't have, they, they, we have, uh, like, I think it's like the last Thursday of every month, mm-hmm. except for winter. Yeah. I don't think we can do it in the winter, but 
the last Thursday of every month, we also have like a like a bring your classic car out, and they yeah. literally block our entire road out in front of our house with do, cars yeah. and crap, and it's 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 a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's definitely a parade <laughs> outside. <laughs> so. Uh, well, on that note, yeah, we'd like to wish all the fathers happy Father's Day. Because by the time this drops, or if you're watching this on Facebook Live, that'll be tomorrow. So, oh, happy really? Father's Day! Smart. Oh yeah, uh, it is Father's Day. Yeah. yeah, dude, Christine and I time flies, man. Both forgot that our anniversary is like in a couple days here. We legit both forgot. Like I knew our wedding anniversary was in June, and so did she. But it like hit her the other day too. She woke up. She's like. Bro, is our wedding anniversary like in three days or whatever? Because it's the twenty second, and I was like, "I think it is." And she's like, "I forgot about it this year," and I was like, <laughs> "But I, I, I legit forgot for like a week at least that <laughs> I kind of forgot completely." But hey, I don't know. I'm know? pretty good about remembering that. That so I put it on a pillow. I'm not gonna and keep that pillow on our couch. Jesus, yeah. we're really celebrating out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, how many? I mean, you live in a pretty small area. Like, they got like all like every single uh, officer. They get, yeah, they, they, right they, they get they get like the fire trucks and stuff. <laughs> they get some of the local cities and stuff will come out. And... Whoever came up with an idea, you know what this city needs once a month when we do. We just need a loud blaring. Well, we don't, we don't normally have we don't normally just have all throughout parades, the city. But like, uh, we definitely. I'm just gonna text message or whatever. Yeah, it's probably your Maybe. wife. Like, get she yeah. probably just sounded the alarm in the house. She put like, she tripped. She flipped She's, the switch. Could you have so the music slept just through out. this. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I could sleep through this. Yeah, if I was sleeping, there's no way it would wake me up. Yeah. But yeah, I'd probably wake up for half a second. Um, and be like, if I don't smell anything or nobody's screaming, like, all right, back to bed. <laughs> all right, all right. I am well, gonna go ahead and on get that note, now. Let's cue up that music. So, uh-huh. as always, stay curious and keep it. Shut down, shut the vibe down, boy. <laughs> <laughs>